With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash FML FPL. We are both on the up and up. The blank game week's finally upon us. How are you feeling? Well, it's a Sunday night, but this morning Slack was fucking hilarious. I was in stitches. I was crying. I was crying <laughs> tears of, of laughter many times this morning. It was just all time. Yeah, it was a beautiful scheduling job by the FA. Just three games all separated, so we could all watch them. <laughs> Like ten minutes in between all the games is so the, good. the best thing is when there's one game on and there are a good amount of people in Slack and the game is awful. Like what the, we talk the about, is like game. when yeah, the Chelsea game is just like we were paying like one percent attention. To the game we were talking about was... Tetris on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Like go golden eye and shit was like the topic of discussion. It was amazing, uh, and it, I love when people I mean, pop in also who weren't there the whole time and they're like, "So this Chelsea game is really good, huh?" Because yeah, <laughs> they just, just see like. 10 minutes of talking about video games or something. I mean, we're off the rails like at the best of times, and when the game is Chelsea Wolves and it's a 1 1 fucking nightmare fest, it's real. There are no rails in anyone's sight. Yeah, it's just dog shit, utter dog shit. So, this pod we're going to do differently than normal because this is a weird game week incoming, obviously. So, we're going to kind of in the our team section right here. Talk about our teams, talk about this week, maybe some other specific things about this week. And then in the meat part of the pod, we're going to just really focus on the Game Week 31 matches and just go through. We're just going to talk about the five games. Yeah, because there's just, there's no real point in talking about like City or whatever in, in a week where City aren't playing and we're focusing on other shit. So, um, you're flying. Why don't you start this week? Yeah, I, I stormed it all this week. I finished up on 86. Um, I just really lucked, just pure luck sack captaining Raz. It was just having no faith in Mo just came in so hard for me this weekend. It was silly. Um, obviously would have kept Kuhn if I owned him, and I don't. So that was also, I, there were just a few things that broke right for me to end up with Captain Raz. He was so fucking bad in the first half. And I already hit, I mean, I was already like, just, oh God, what's happening? And then the, the 15 minute explosion happened. And then it was like, oh my God, what's happening in a different way? It all started with the, the offsides, complete bullshit goal. That oh, was yeah. the floodgate. Complete, complete bullshit. Yeah. And then that, that just broke Watford very visibly and City just piled it on as they should. So that was, that yeah. was good. I mean, you did mention in Lambs, I, I've checked before we started, like, Burnley block all the shots. Like obviously Liverpool still scored four, but 
any chance that Mo had pretty much was blocked. So at least that kind of shout still came true, you know. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, Liverpool had a fucking shit ton of shots today, but they only put five on target. Yeah. So so that was that, whatever. That yeah, I mean. Through. I mean, that wasn't a competitive game, and we'll talk about Mo whatever. But yeah, I mean, it was all about, obviously, Captain Raz. And then I had Monday 14 come in, and then Sal, obviously, just always doing it all for me with 11. And then little Callum came in with 11 uh, from the lying fuck Edward Howe. Just yeah, what kind of expert are you? You got in Callum last week, you fucking uh, twat. <laughs> um, ab- absolute twat, man. You need to talk about Monet because he's like your MVP of life. Like, you brought him in game week 25 instead of Sun, which was controversial. And then since that game week, it's been 8 8 3, 13 3, 14 this week. Yeah, I mean, I've spiked some picks recently. Like, Sal has been more of a steady pick, but I also was very early on Sun when he was before the South Korea Cup or whatever the fuck he went to play. Um, I think I got him in like game week, like, 14 maybe after he's real something like that like really early so I got I got a, all of his hauls um and then Mana yeah I mean it's really just been carrying me because I mean I haven't owned Coons in a long time and like that was a little bit problematic I, yeah, I haven't got, had you money. got some 14 I just looked it up you got him okay, yeah. he scored his first goal the season in 13 you got him 14 so you basically caught everything except one goal yeah, so that I mean, so there have been a couple of things like that that have really, and I mean, you know, I've held Raz, I've had Raz since my, I think the game eight or something since like my wild card, and he's just been kind. I mean, he's been missing a little bit, but he's gotten a lot of points. So I've, yeah, you know, I've, I've spiked a couple picks for sure, and um, I mean, I'm sitting at fifty one k right now. I like halved my rank this week was just scenic, and now that I'm like really well set up for the. Blank game week in 31. I have all my chips left. I mean, I, I'm starting after this weekend. I'm thinking about top 10K. He's I think beginning I might to be believe. Able, yeah, I, I'm, I think I might be able to squeak in there. We'll see. We'll see how I do. Raz ownership is still so shockingly low amongst you know top 10K, active players, all that shit. And I always joke, but it's true that. Like our listeners, like our Patreon subscribers, our Slack, whatever ownership is probably so high, like 70, 80%. We always, everyone always has Raz and talks about Raz and everything. And he's still just, you know, under the radar somehow. It's, it's such a bizarre thing. I don't really understand it. Yeah. I mean, I think the, the difference is just the, like in Slack or, you know, it's like all of us who've been playing for a long time and it's not just, you know, people who are chasing points or just like the herd, like, oh, he was rested, like can't spend 11 million on someone who doesn't play every week, you know, and like we just don't do, do those things. So it's a little bit of a different kind of, uh, audience, but yeah, you know, we, we, we do our, our part on Slack. Yeah, I, I mean, he's 29% owned in the top 10K. It's yes. just like Felipe Anderson's thirty five percent owned in the top ten k. It's just yeah. like I'm not sure what's happening, but um, I also had a green arrow, not nearly as scenic because I capped Kuhn, the obvious best captain of the week, no question. And you know, I still have Raz though, so I was still. I mean, it was no question. It, no, I'm not even being no sarcastic. Question. Like no yeah, yeah. question, easiest cap wasn't yeah. even. I did not consider anyone else for a second. Um, but I still have Raz. Like I said, my rank is horrible. He's low ownership, so I still, off the back of basically just Raz and Rondon, still got a green. So 
pretty happy with that. I'm obviously very well set up for the blanks, and I'm free hitting in game week 32, assuming there's a bunch of doubles, which aren't even confirmed yet, but free hitting in game week 32. So I should be hitting a nice little run right now. The part yeah. that'll be tricky will be game week 34 and 35, like how how much worse my team is because I wildcarded early as opposed to holding it for late. We'll see if I you know, don't really explode those weeks. But for now, I'm feeling pretty good. I should also be going on a little bit of a run. Um, Louise feels really bad. I mean, dropped last week, and then Chelsea were horrible and blank this week. And my goalkeeping situation feels bad, and... Brooks over Frazier feels bad, but overall, I'm, I'm still pretty happy with my team. Yeah, I mean, those are just normal kind of shifting yeah. sands each game week, you know, but in general, I think you're you're in okay shape. Yeah, I'm in okay shape. Fucking Heaton, dude. Yeah, Heaton zero. zero on my bench. <laughs> but I started Guaita, though, so infinity times uh, more points. Hey. So, yeah, let's fucking go. I mean, my defense was Heaton zero, Juan B one, Lascelles negative one, and Rabo one. So I, I netted one point for my goalkeeper and defenders this weekend. So who needs it? Four players, one point. One point. Not fucking Paul fuck defense. One, Sun one. <laughs> it's just oh, ridiculous. Yeah, didn't need him. Didn't need him. Don't need him. God, Fuck it. I wish I started week. Bennett instead of Jamal and just like didn't have auto auto subs. That would have been amazing. Or Chambo, dude. Are you kidding me? Oh, God, Chambo, Chambo one, one pointer. You would have been fucking top forty k. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, any what do you, is there anything you want to just kind of talk about that we saw this weekend? Like before we get into the five games, I don't know. I mean, we we're. We're doing this for a reason. I really don't think that it's worth spending the meat of the pod on these teams. But I guess one of the things that stood out to me is is just Kane. I mean, he just looked good. Like Spurs, obviously, terrible loss. Overall, bad performance. Kane easily could have had three goals. He was shooting a lot. He was getting in really good positions. He has three goals in four games since coming back from injury. Um, you know, they, they blank in 31, they'll probably blank in 33, but they have a double with at Liverpool in 32, then home Brighton, home Huddersfield, then a double in 35 with at city and then good fixtures at the end of the season. So, you know, it's looking really good for just a ride cane from pretty much 32 onwards type of thing. I think I agree with that. It's just the only tricky thing is the price, and then you know if we're looking at Kuhn and who, yeah. how are we going to fit everyone? But yeah, I agree. Definitely, Kane should be should be coming into a lot of teams, especially because I mean, every season towards the end of the season, he really fi- starts firing. Yeah, I mean that's where he piles it on. And the thing yeah. with him versus Kuhn that's interesting is like, I mean, early season we were complaining a lot about Kuhn's minutes, and he was playing regularly between like fifty and seventy, and he still rarely ever completes 90 minutes. But another factor is, and I talked about this on my on the wildcard pod because I was looking at Ederson, but the 35 double for City is home Spurs away United. As good as Kuhn is, as good as City is, like there there's no way that I'm gonna go Kuhn over Kane and like that sort of double, you know? So yeah. You know. I mean, it, yeah, it might just be a both kind of thing, and then you have to think about Mo. I don't know. Well, we'll yeah. talk about that later. Yeah. But yeah, I like the Kane shout. Um, I mean, it's kind of silly to say, but I, I am still like, was I? 
I don't like Sterling playing on the left out there at all. And I mean, he was tucking in a little bit on, in the second half, but um, I'm still nervous about that. I mean, it's, again, it's a little silly to say it after he scored a hat trick, but no, it's I not. Know. I mean, it. I don't know. I, I don't. He had like his him worst game. He had his worst half of the season in the first Probably. half. Yeah. He was terrible, and City created nothing basically. And I think that's probably more relevant than like a crazy fifty-minute explosion where Watford lost their heads and he scored three goals, and one of them was complete joke, offside, ridiculous call. You know, so I think it is relevant that you know he played sixty-four minutes and like eighty percent of those minutes he was awful and doing nothing that is going to lead to any points. So. I feel you. I mean, I, I if Sané doesn't start starting and Raz is still kind of in this role, it might be. I mean, I'm finally not have be him time. for sure. Yeah, well, I, I definitely won't have him if if Sané is still sitting on the bench, like yeah. in the next important games or whatever. We'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It's a Champs League week, also, so there's weird stuff, but yeah, we shall see. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, Arsenal mm. look good. They're kind of like a. Trap though, I don't even know who to get from Arsenal. Leno, best goalkeeper in the league. Yeah, I mean, Laka quietly never blanks. <laughs> he's returned. Yeah, he's also in, just been like eight out of ten or something like that since game week twenty eight one. I mean, he's been starting fairly regularly, but it's still like sub on fifty five. He yeah. did come off the bench once. Like, it's still a little bit. Rough, especially at like nine four. I don't know, yeah, but no. Like your point, I do think Cola is a, is a solid pick. He's still only five, and yeah. their fixtures. I mean, obviously the clean sheet today was fucking luckiest thing of their lives, yeah. but the fixtures are stupid good for the rest of the season. So I mean, I, I think Cola is a really a really solid pick. But other than that, yeah, I mean the attackers are still really expensive, and the midfielders, none of them are nailed. So yeah, and literally none are nailed. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to get to them, but yeah, I mean that was obviously an impressive, impressive performance, impressive win for them today. Really, yeah, shook up the top of the table. Seriously, there's not much else that's on okay. the tip of my tongue. JWP is a god. That's, that's yeah, a, JWP. That's JWP will be in a lot of teams coming up. Yeah, I'm sure. Ton of teams. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's roll to the to the to the shit that everyone cares okay. about for All Game right. Week 31. Let me housekeep. Shout out you, the FML fail prize league such mug league leader from March so far. As of now, looks like it's Barry and James, aka Hundred Years of Solanke, which is such a good name. Hundred seven pointer this week. Cap Raz. Yeah. He also has, has Mane, Fraser, and Ake. Fucking. He's good, dude. He's been around for a long time. Yeah, He's a long time. Long time listener. First time caller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Goal Scores Challenge, still Magic Mike, and shout out to Top the FML Field Public League. Interesting thing, all four of the top guys, Captain Raz, which I thought was... Is that real? Really? That's real. All four of them. Like, they're well, all fucking just, high OR, like, know what's up. And It might also just be, like, if you were clustered up... Oh, still not that... But, I mean, there's a lot of people in the league. If you're clustered up there and you get, like, a 46 out of one guy, you, you like, if, if you were in, like, 19th, you might have flew up there yeah that's true yeah that could have happened but it at least at least two of them are like the guys that have been up there the entire season Pajolski and Shannon so pretty pretty crazy to see that but as of now two tied in first place Miroslav Pujic aka Pajolski and Sakari Sakari aka FC Coconut Water (laughs) 
magicians. Classic, classic. We all, I think we also need to shout out the coach of Bocce's just. Number six in the public league, Yasin Didi, Tim Nallers, Bocce coach in Slack is just an absolute stone cold killer at FPL. Yeah, I think by he was far like the highest ranked patron, right? Patron. Yeah, and I think he was like top 1K last season, and he's just great dude, great guy, great, great FPL manager, but he deserves a shout. Yeah, out. last season he finished 8K, and 8K, okay. right now he's 85th. I yeah, mean, Matt Shannon, I guess, is the highest patron, but still, fucking. Killing it. Good job by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it up, Botch. Yeah, keep it up, boys. All right, so which match do you want to start with? There's obviously only let's five, just, so. Let's just go down the list. We have Bournemouth, Newcastle first. Bournemouth, Newcastle. Um, speaking of Bocce, coach, I got some questions on this, and his is the first one. You got. Bocce coach on Slack, I know you guys were worried about Boric keeping his place. Do you still feel that way, or is it set and forget reasonable for the run-in? Eric B. on Slack, Fraser or Brooks, if you won't be able to deploy the cost savings, does that affect your answer? And Dalla's on Slack, have we all been taken in by the false promise of Brooks and King when Fraser and Callum are the real stars? Is it too late to reverse this bamboozle? Classic bamboozle. <laughs> just the old bamboozle, the bait and switch. Yeah, the got, and him, switch. got him, got him. Got him, um, got Okay, him. so I mean, there was a lot of action there. But I mean, first with Boric, I feel very unconcerned now. What about you? I mean, he just put in a clean and a fantastic performance in the city. Yeah, the worry was not really the city game. The worry was probably this Huddersfield game. Well, no, it was the city no, game. No, because that I, was, it was the city game because yeah, if he was, was like diabolical and this ship's five like back to back, it would yeah. be like what well, we had to do. How would have to do something? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And now they look pretty reasonably tight and Boric has been playing well. So, yeah, no, I'm not concerned about that at all. Yeah, I mean, starting any one of their defenders in away games is very sketchy. I mean, I don't know, you mentioned set and forget, but at least for 31 and 33, home Newcastle, home Burnley. Yeah. Very good. So you could, Yeah, they could keep a clean in one of those two games, probably. And that's all you need. One out of two yeah. cleans there is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, Porch is a good job. And I mean, even still, you know, just punting on like Ake, I, I don't mind that. You know, he's he's... Really, the only nailed guy in the defense. I mean, he's five one, but well, you know, depending pretty... on the Adam Smith injury, there might be four one Circus Charlie Daniels we... nailed, <laughs> or four four Klein also might be nailed if Smith is out. So that could be yeah, a thing that's... if you really just budget budget bin. Yeah, you can't afford anyone. Yeah, um, but um, yeah. But what are you what are you looking at there with the attackers? Yeah, so the, yeah, everyone's talking about bamboozle here, bamboozle over there. I feel stupid. Like I feel, <laughs> I went Brooks obviously because he's so cheap, and also he's a really good player, and I think both of those are objective fact. But think after this week happened, it was kind of just like a fucking duh. Like there's a reason I shouted myself out of my own fucking stupid head. I shouted Fraser like multiple times in the last four pods or something because I've been waiting for this fixture run forever for Bournemouth and Fraser is just back. I mean, Callum for a very long time at the beginning of the season was by far like most essential cheap forward and Fraser was the his counterpart in the midfield and they were both just 
hauling every week and Callum getting the goals and Fraser just creating more chances than anyone. For a while, he was like number one in XA in the league and most chances created in the league. And here we go again. He puts up massive stats, uh, two big not chances. Not massive stats. No, but the big chances were not just average big chances. Like his XA was 1.5. Yeah, like I mean, they, he had... He had three chances created, two big chances created, got the assist, but he also had one shot attempt yeah, and no, three pen-area touches. He's assist. He's an assist guy, though. You get him for the yeah. big chances created, and he created yeah. two fucking tap-ins. So yeah, that, yeah. that no, he did fair. his thing. And then Callum and King were both really threatening and took a lot of shots, and Brooks was kind of like the odd man out in that group. So I mean, to me, it's, it's just sort of a no-brainer that Callum and Fraser – Definitely the two best guys there. Yeah, I mean, Brooks had one chance created, zero shot attempts, and one pen area touch on the game. So if that's an indication of things to come, he's not going to be getting a lot of fantasy points. So I agree with you on phrase there for sure over over Brooksy. Um, And yeah, I mean, Callum over King is obviously not really a comparison. It's something that we had a long sample size of in the beginning of the season, and Callum was in every team, and King was in like dumb people's teams. Or like, yeah. I probably, I probably owned him. <laughs> but but um, the, I mean, the the issue that everyone was facing was the the lies of the manager that or that come out of the camp. And I mean, it's I mean, I I love talking about how much Eddie Howe lies so much that it's my fucking like little picture icon on Slack now. It's just my favorite thing. It's my actual favorite thing in the season. But it's like it can't again happen where it's like he said that like he just hasn't been training. And then some like a beat writer. Yeah, the dinner. And then like a beat writer's like he's been training all week or something. Like what's happening? But this is why I got him, right? Because it was like I benched him last week. I didn't need him, but I it was at, against City, but I was just looking at it like I looked at that fixture. I'm like, people, obviously the manager's not saying he's training because he's a fucking pathological liar, but if everyone else is saying he's training, like, he's going to just fucking play him. Like, he's just, he, he's whatever. So it's amazing. it was the kind of thing where I was like, King is safer, but I don't want him at all. Like, it's just almost just a coverage pick just to have a share. And I don't, I don't think he's really that great. And, you know, just kind of throwing Callum in there a week early worked out for me. But I think now, I mean, he's definitely like on everyone's radar. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of like Jim to Callum moves and things like that. And he should be because he's fucking good and they have two home bankers. And honestly, he might be the type of guy that you hang on to for the run in. And he might be, you know, your. Maybe a singler that you hang on to because the fixtures are that good and he's so cheap, you know. Yeah, the fixtures are absurd, which we've talked about for a lot a while. And also, when you look at like who he's competing with, I mean, obviously Jimenez is player of the season for FPL, etc. Whatever, I don't want to fucking talk about him. But other guys like Barnes, Rondon, Barn, like Burnley, have really tough fixtures at the end of the season. Rondon still might blank in the week thirty three. Comparative, compare that to Callum, and yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have Callum than either of yeah, them, I think. It's not, it's not close. Yeah, so it's a, it's a bummer that they have no chance at a double, but at the on the other side of the coin, they're home Fulham on game week 35. Yeah, 
I mean, that's that's a double, that's a triple like that's a fucking I mean, <laughs> jizz like, that's a glory hole right there that's arguable triple cap if he's sitting there flowing like that's, I mean if, if Iguain is capable of putting like I think he had like nine shots in that game or something like if, I mean Callum's if Barney's gonna, gonna score game. a brace in open play then yeah, yeah I mean, that's what's Callum gonna sign. do that, that's a that's a sign for the future yeah um, all right I mean that's Bournemouth box and then I mean new. The other thing, I mean, I didn't watch it, but the, with Newcastle, it's just like that they were fucking in tail of two halves if I've ever seen one, Alon. Yeah, a total fucking mess of a game from them. Dominated for, <clears throat> got dominated first half and owned Everton in the second half and fucking Pickford. Fucking, <laughs> fucking Pickford. <laughs> so fucking bad. Unreal. He's just a walking comedic like routine yeah he's a fucking meme dick face like he's just he's just so bad he's so bad sticking but, his tongue but, out and shit like after sal missed that that like chip chance fucking, just like the goal kicks out of just directly out of bounds and yeah. then the smirks on his face like he's like did it again like meant to do that like did you guys see that i'm just like what are you what's happening in your brain it's such it's, a weird thing so- this is sort of off topic, but like the style of play of managers and how it affects goalkeepers, I feel like is rarely talked about. But if Pickford is on some fucking disaster team, if he's on Burnley, he's just going to be a save monster and just like bonus point monster because he's good at reaction saves and like diving saves and shit, even though he has little arms. But if fucking Silva comes in and wants to like press and play a high line and like distribute out from the back and whatever. He's a nightmare. He's like one of the worst goalies in the league all of a sudden because he just can't come out for balls. He parries everything back into the middle of the box. He doesn't know when to come or go. It's just like, oh my God, he's so fucking bad. But yeah, off topic. Let's talk about Newcastle. (laughs) So I mean, I think this was a top two, maybe top one moment was Shark getting his 10th yellow card for me. Beautiful. Because it's just like the finally the one time where we just like see something a few game weeks in advance and then just like it fucking comes off at the perfect time when people like, I mean, he did score a 15 pointer, so he's fucking shitting in my face. I would spend two transfers on him like in and out and have that and still be better than like LaSalle's. But, but like at least. The, the band came in. So that that's a thing. Um, LaSalle's with a knock. I mean, their defense is suddenly rocking. Yeah, we need, and we Clark's need out. Jamal like, if Federico News. Fernand- if Federico Fernandez is playing this game, it's going to get ugly. Yeah, that's it's a real concern. I mean, Fernandez, Fed, Fed Fern might be, <laughs> might be nailed <laughs> just because of the Char ban, and then we don't even know Jamal News. Like, if Jamal's also out... Then what are they going to do? Revert to back four with Fernandez and Lejeune? It it might be bad. It could be a problem. It could be a so, problem. So maybe bump up all Bournemouth attackers a bit yeah. from where we were like two or three weeks ago on them. They also have just put in two abysmal, shocking, hilarious joke performances from defense yeah, like at West true. Ham and then just now against Everton at home, which was very, very unsurprising or very surprising to yeah, see. Yeah, they're usually they, good at uh, home. 
Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Another there. So that's away a- Bournemouth. Yeah, oof, man, yeah, you're talking it's, it's me into a, a lot of Bournemouth action. <laughs> it's, it's it's a thing. You've talked me and, into it. And uh, <laughs> fuck, and I don't know what I was gonna say. Oh, I mean Sal's obviously Sal, just gonna Sal around. But I still love fucking little Goomba. Almiron is just he's so lively. I love him. He's so good. Yeah, and that shot he had where he got the assist was a fucking cannon shot yeah. sal was so good perez was fucking credible their attack is still I've, good yeah their attack is still good i've been like really really shitting on Perez and slack every newcastle game we've seen lately he's i think he's just been awful for a while but he did play very well on on uh on saturday but yeah the attack yeah it is still good and and at at bournemouth is you know they're they're better at home defensively but they're still not Good. So I mean, I, I probably expect goals in the game. I guess I don't know. What do you think? Goals? Yeah, I mean, it goals, sounds goals, like goals, we're talking goals. about like a three-one to Bournemouth or some shit like that. Something maybe. like that. Yeah, yeah something yeah, like yeah. that. So I, I still feel very, very confident starting Sal. And if I, if you're someone who bought in Almiron or whatever, then like you're still very confident starting that player. But Bournemouth attackers seem like the fucking way to go. I mean, they have. They're home Newcastle, and then the next blank in 33, they're home Burnley. So things are looking very up for Bournemouth attack. Yeah, definitely. Definitely um, bye. So next game, I mean, I think this is probably good we'll do for the next four games where we kind of just talk about the defense and attack yeah. and just kind of everyone. Because like if you're listening and you're on free hit or some some nonsense like that, like we're kind of going to give a little coverage of what we think like so you know Bournemouth Newcastle we're not like pile on the defense like get their defense like <laughs> yeah. you know things like that so, all right so next one's Burnley Leicester what do you what do you see there at at the at Turf Moor so, oh, wait, wait, before that, we have to talk about how absolutely um, how unlucky Burnley got today to not win the game, let alone get a point. Right? Uh, well, you go away to one of the big boys and you try to get a result. And you just come through. You get a bit unlucky. You try to get a result. The boys played hard. I thought today they went out of bounds. <laughs> that, that was, how did he do that? Oh my god, that was an exclusive with Sean Dyche. Yeah, holy shit! Um, very unlucky performance today by Burnley. It's. I can't tell if they're like rocking a little bit and sort of like coming down from the the hill they were on after just getting fucking done by Newcastle Palace and then Liverpool today. Or are they still sort of fine and in like decent fixtures in the next four? Are they still pretty fine? I have a hard time parsing that out. I as well have a hard time parsing that out, but if there's a team that you want to have roll up to your place when you need to score a few goals and put three points up, it looks like a Braj team to me. Yes. So I mean, I think that I expect them to win this game and I I expect them to win pretty comfortably. I don't think it's going to be too competitive. I just don't think that Leicester are going to know what's happening against a kind of a rotten team to play against with just like well-drilled tactics. Like, I mean, Braj is still just fucking around with who knows what the fuck he's doing. He's just having fun. Yeah, he's having fun. I mean, the players are just running around there, out there, but I, I like, like, I like Smashley a lot this week. Um, defense is still hard to shout though, because Braj, if they do anything, they do score goals, right? I don't like either shout for a clean. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you there. Um, I, I mean, so realistically, it's Barnes and or pretty much no one, right? From Burnley, yeah. Like, I don't want anyone. And the, obviously, their midfielders are all just shit houses. I know people are kind of like backdoored with McNeil, and if you have him, he's playing. You start him, whatever. But 
I mean, I don't like love any picks for punts or anything, right? I mean, if you're punting, I think Wood is worth a punt. He can brace. You know, that would not be surprising at all. But Barnes is definitely like the main man. Yeah. Um, Westwood's been really good. Bench fodder. He fucking scored off a corner against Liverpool in a ridiculous fashion. But whatever. But yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really touch um, their defense. I mean. we both have Tom. I'm just hoping he gets like three points with save points or something Dude, like that. Kill for three. I would kill for three I, points. I mean, Are I, you I, kidding I, me? Kill for three, three points? I haven't gotten three points out of my goalkeeper position in at least two months. Yeah, it's really hard. And I mean, if you're us, it's really hard. If you have one else, it's very Now I'm going to dream about three points from Heaton. Then forget, I don't give a fuck about anyone else on my team. Yeah, I I mean, I don't think it's an easy Burnley win. I think a draw is maybe likely or so. I I think both teams score is basically all I'm saying. Yeah. I I don't know. A 2 1 either way or something like that. I think Burnley are going to snap back into it. I mean, they need th- they need this result also. Like, they need this fucking three points to fuck because their running is murder. And yeah, they're they running out of time. Points and, they need points. Yeah, and I mean, I, that's I just feel like they're going to just do it. But I, either way, so that's that with Burnley. And then Leicester, I mean, obviously the defense we don't really need to spend time on. They're fucking horrible. But what are you what are you looking at between like Vards, Maddo, or and I guess how to how does Vards stack up to you against the other strikers and like Maddo or Harvey Barnes? What yeah, do you yeah. I mean, so I I fucking got Vardy my punt my cunt when but before I wildcarded and I felt really good about you know new manager bounce and Vardy bounce and whatever and Broge bounce is massive the character he shows but. It's just coming through big time. Like I wish I held him. I, a smart person would have held him. I wildcarded him out after he scored me a goal. But I don't really see him stopping. Like I think he's just really good and he's really happy and he's really motivated, which are hard things to get out of him. But that's the state right now. And I think Vardy is probably the best forward, like best fantasy option forward in the entire game week. I mean, I think I'd rather have him than Higgs, and I'd, I mean, I don't know, Liverpool are playing Fulham, so you'd probably rather have Bob still, but Vardy's... Well, not when the, not when the three spots are precious. Exactly, so, yeah, that's what I mean, basically. So, I, yeah, I think Vardy would be my, like, number one forward, probably, and above Higgs at this point. What do you think? Vardy, yeah, I probably prefer him. I probably would rather have Callum at home, though, even though... At Burnley isn't like a tough fixture, and yeah, they Callum is really play good well. Too. I Callum at home to Newcastle. The way again, you know, we've been talking about for a while that Newcastle is not an easy attacking fixture, but these are not these two games that they just played, and the injuries that they might be looking at with defense is is not nothing. And so, I mean, that's a little bit of a different scenario to me. I think. Um, yeah, so yeah, we're looking I, at like Callum and Vardy. We both really, really like, and then we yeah. we kind of have to like. Um, Pick a third guy for everyone. I mean, we're both on Sal. That's easy. But I wonder. We'll go through the other matches and see if there's someone I, yeah, else. I mean, really I would like. still probably I, I would still probably go with Higgs and just punt there. But yeah. I mean, the midfield between like Maddow and Barnes. I mean, I don't know how the fuck to pick it. They're both kind of whatever. I don't really care. I don't know. I still like Maddow. Like I said last week, I still just find him to be more central, even though he had no touches in the box and his shots were both you know whatever worthless shots from outside of the box. He got his assist, center of everything as usual, like all the set pieces as usual. And 
I mean, Barnes is just, he just lives in the box. He's either first for touches in the box or second behind Salah since he's been starting. I don't know where it's at now, but he lives in the box. So that said, he, you know, barely got a return this week. It was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, he had nine pen area touches to zero for Maddo, and then yeah. he had three goal attempts, only one on target, two chances created, one big chance, one assist for, for, um, Harvey and and Maddo had three chances created, one big one assist. So I mean, it's it, it, Barnes it's is edging close. it. It's close, and you know you kind of got to believe in one. I mean, the price isn't insignificant, although it might be if you're on free hit. I just don't know if I. I mean, I definitely Vardy would million percent be in because you know he's tip of the spear, and they're going to be on the counter this this weekend. But I just don't even think I would want one of their midfielders to be honest with you. Yeah, I don't know. I I guess just talking it out right now, the way I kind of feel is Matto is safer for a single return, but Barnes very clearly has like the explosive potential that Matto doesn't have. Like Barnes, all he needs is like one of these shots to go in luckily and, you know, whatever, and he could score two goals and get an assist. With with the underlying stats that he's putting up, he has that sort of potential where Matto like definitely doesn't like Matto likely Hall would be two assists, like a set yeah, piece he, and an open yeah. play or something. Or like a he gets lucked into a pen on like the 89th right. minute and Vardy's off or something. A free yeah, kick, free kick goal or something. So yeah. yeah, for this ceiling, maybe it is worth just going Barnes. I'm not sure, but yeah, like I would rather have like Almiron than any of the Leicester midfielders. Yeah, that's probably fair. It's close. Right, so it's close though. Yeah. It's close. I'm I'm more down on the the players perhaps than it, you are. It's just um, so fucking hard. It's hard is an understatement. It's impossible to evaluate a team where they played since Brodge is in. They played Brighton and they were in like a fucking weird bad formation that didn't work. And then Watford was like a mad result. And then Fulham is Fulham, so I don't even know if that's like a valid data point because they're so bad and essentially gifted the the goal number two and goal number three. So it's hard, yeah, the, really hard yeah. to evaluate like where they're at. And it's, no, yeah. it is. And I mean, I guess there is the other thing. If you're not, I'm, I keep thinking about free hit. I don't know why. I mean, fucking barely any. No, lot, some people are. We got questions about yeah. it. Yeah, but um, I mean, they have Huddersfield in thirty three. Lester do so, That's and huge. we still don't know about Newcastle's thirty-three. So, with that said, you know we don't know how to evaluate them because they just fucking played Fulham and they ran truck on them. But they are basically playing two more Fulhams, kind of ish, sorta. So, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, that's good then. All right, what spammers home Huddersfield? I mean, let's completely skip Huddersfield. But what do you see from West Ham? What what players are you gonna want, or what? Or, I wanted or, to shout out this this. Kaylee quote my boy Kaylee because it was really funny when he he was tweeting the XG shit for West Ham he said this week we bear witness to one of the Premier League's proudest traditions West Ham getting to 39 points and throwing down tools like revolutionary laborers (laughs) (laughs) so that's a good job by him if there's any shout in the world for a team that could and are showing signs of like not really giving a fuck. Beach merchants. It might be West Ham. Um, well, you, it might be a lot. Why, why would you say that? Do you, going into Cardiff after Cardiff, just like 
chip five goals for six games in a row and losing to nils is that a sign fucking (laughs) bent over by cardiff it should have been like five nil nil. yeah like the ass was clean through (laughs) fucking cam was clean through like there were it was ridiculous how much they got xg in the game was like over two and he like didn't score because he's fucking because he's fucking yes but like It's ridiculous. I, I, I the the amount that they just like jopped their way through that game was just ridiculous, and I don't know what to make of any of it. But yeah, I mean, you mentioned it. Nias's actually was one point seven four. Camaros's actually was one point six eight. Murphy's actually was one point three seven. It was a fucking battering. Like replace those names with like. Raz and Coon, and that's like what kind of game it was. So I don't know. The the one very very punty, very ill advised, but someone will probably do it. So worth shouting is maybe Arnie gets back in. Like after that kind of performance where the team was just awful, no one was like trying or playing or anything. Cheech offered no threat whatsoever. All he did was dive like a fucking bitch that he is. <laughs> and Arnie came on and half and was actually actually did some stuff. And I think that was sort of Pelle, Pellegrini saying like, okay, like this is fucked and I need to bring on my guys, even though he, him and Arnie are whatever, on whatever terms, you know. Otherwise, beats me. I don't want any fucking part of them, even though it's Huddersfield. That, that's the fucked part. So this that's is, the fucked so part. I'm gonna... <laughs> This is this is the thing that I mean because I was actually spent some time today like thinking about these games yeah, a little more in depth me. and like talk shit. I would probably triple on West Ham defense this week if I was free hitting. It's wow. psychotic because they're so fucking bad. But I don't think they're as bad as Huddersfield on the road, That's the and thing, there are no clean sheets this weekend besides Liverpool, which is even a tenuous clean sheet. Listen to this, I, dude. Let me just interrupt you because this is an actual question that we got from Chucky Aronadovic on Slack. For those on free hit, is double or even triple West Ham D for the Huddersfield game mad? Obviously, Huddersfield awful going forward, but it's West Ham. Look at that. You and Chucky. I, I, I do not know who's going to start in, in the game. Like in attack or mid, I mean, they had no again. Idea. We've joked about the quantity of midfielders listed on the FPL page. You have to like it takes up the whole fucking screen. You have to like keep scrolling <laughs> down. But like, I mean, I, we are fairly. There are three defenders, like two plus Fabs, who we know are going to play. So, yeah, I think I would roll those dice. I mean, that's the kind, like if I'm spreading it around and getting like, oh, like maybe Burnley, like maybe Bournemouth, like I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like Chelsea going to Everton, like that's another one where you could maybe throw two out there and just like hope they clean or something, but I just am like, ah, like you gotta you gotta kind of like go for it. You know, you could still throw a Liverpool defender in there, but I I think that would be where I would for that one week punt. Yeah, that is that I mean, we we've gone through two or yeah, two of the five games so far, and we kind of don't like any defender from any team yeah. so far. So yeah, yeah. And I mean, the thing said, like the, I mean, you look at like the gambling odds, and you know it, they they are what they are, but those guys know what they're doing. Uh, West Ham's favored by a goal, like a, a Huddersfield win is plus five seventy five. It's like it's still Huddersfield. Like even after that performance, it's still. Pellegrini managing West Ham against Huddersfield, and it's just like it, it's still just so tilted in that yeah. in their favor. 
Yeah. So that's the thing. The other thing, though, I mean, you know, their 33 is a pretty bad one. They have to go to the bridge. So I just don't think this is a team I want shares in. Like, other than this, like, if you're on free hit, you could do something insane like that. Like, I wouldn't be transferring one of their defenders or something like that, you know? Yeah, it's really hard. And, like, as far as the attackers go, you don't really want to spend anything above, like, noble. <laughs> like, you, you want yeah. someone nailed, which is very, very few, and you don't want to have to start them against Chelsea, and you don't want to have to rely on them ever. So... Yeah, and it, I mean, the thing, like, we sweat the team sheet for City, and we put ourselves through that every week with, like, Kuhn or Raz or something, because it's fucking City. Like, do you want to punt on, like, Lanzini and, like, Arnie and be having the same feeling? It's just not a place you want to be it at at all. I mean, we just saw Antonio get dropped after people were like, he had three returns and four, and then he gets fucking dropped to hell. And like Felipe just fucking shanked at halftime, and he hasn't he hasn't had more than like one shot in a game in three months. You know, it's Arnie is a, is a big risk. I mean, I think it's a nice little shout because he's you know, he's the only guy that might actually start and could actually like hat trick or something. Yeah. And that's why it's like a huge risk because he might also play zero minutes. But if the upside is there. It's just we have no idea if he's going to start. We need to like check the West Ham forums. Maybe I'll listen to a fucking West Ham pod this week and see if they have I mean, any. I, I don't give a shit about Arnautovich, so I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I'm sure that they're saying like, let's play our best striker. But yeah. that's just my guess. Yeah. After they lost two nil at Cardiff, okay, that's that's Flatter, that so flattering got, too now. Yeah, yeah, flattering. So uh, that's Saturday. So Sunday we have Fulham home to Liverpool. So your your boys going to the cottage. I'm sure we have some questions. What, what are we doing there? Yeah, Phil, new guy, Phil. I, I have no idea to say his last name on Slack. Game week 31 only allowed one of Monair Salah. Who are you picking? And Mars. Classic Mars on Slack. Should I get rid of Trent for Mane in order to enjoy my weekends a bit more? And then Eric B <laughs> followed up by followed up by saying same question, but Mo for Mane. So a lot of people are looking at Mo. A lot of people are looking at Mane. I, I mean, I think everyone's going to be on triple Liverpool, right? I mean, yes. I think everyone already is. Yeah, like people are talking about shifting their assets like, yeah, yeah, to get true. a different one. Yeah, I mean. This should be a complete battering, and like this should be three plus goals to nil. I mean, Fulham, I guess, could score one, but like, what do you make of the Mane versus Mo thing? I mean, that's really. I mean, it's almost the more, like, the more correct question is probably, is there something to make from Mane and Mo? Like, is there actually something there as to why Mane is getting points and Mo isn't getting points? Or, you know, is, is there a question at all that's relevant there? Or is there, if there is something there, what is it? I, I don't know, you know? Well, I, I think for one thing, I don't want to talk about the price because it's just like, it's not that constructive if we're just trying to analyze like the players and like what is happening with the points because it's very clear that Mo has just been very bad for FPL over the last you know four five six seven eight game weeks um I mean he has one goal one assist since game week 24 which is bad fucking shocking and the stats are just fucking insane I mean so the one thing we were talking a little bit on slack we were watching you know is that 
every team just game plans to take Mo away. So, you know, he's got two guys or whatever in his face all the fucking time when he gets the ball down there in the, in the final third. But he's also snatching at everything and trying to do it all and, and just looks like fucking dog shit and not at all just like confident, fluid, like takes too many touches, like doesn't pass when he should pass, like shoots when he should, like he's just making the wrong decisions. But that said, I mean, just looking at like the last two game weeks, like Mo has 22 pen touches areas in the penalty area touches. Mane has nine. I mean, like, Mane has five goal attempts. Mo has seven. I mean, it's just, like, Mo has more chances created. It's just every stat besides just goals is in Mo's favor. But when I watch the games, he doesn't seem like he's going to score goals. Like, his shots are bad or they're blocked or they're right at the keeper. He just, like, fucks up everything. So I I just I don't feel good about Mo right now, but I also don't really feel good about Mane, and I'm a little bit. Why don't you feel good about Mane? He's just overperforming his stats so ridiculously that I just don't find it to be sustainable in any way, shape, or form. And he is a streaky player. He's been like that since he was on Southampton. And he has, I mean, he has five, six game week blanks. He rattles that shit off for fucking fun, even though he plays on Liverpool. He also has, he's played fucking 2,400 minutes and he has two assists. Yeah, and he I plays mean, on Liverpool. They, they came on, he starts they came every in fucking the same game. game. They came in the yeah, same game. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Like, Robbo is like four times the amount of assists. He's a fucking left back. It's just like, yeah. what? Like it was like Kane that season where he had like one or two assists. He yeah, played yeah. the whole year. So he just doesn't have a lot to his game. He's also like fucking awful on baps when he does score a goal. It's just a five pointer. Like, I would rather have a defender for fucking three million less than Mane, basically. And again, it's I'm like starting the pod by shitting on the guy I have that scored a hat trick, and now I'm shitting on the guy that has a brace and has like eight goals <laughs> in eight games or whatever the fuck run he's on. But when I'm looking at it, like I, that's just kind of what I'm seeing. And like in the absence of any good defenses in the league, like I want fucking five Liverpool defenders. Like I want every single Liverpool defender that I could get. So. I mean, for my more long-term answer is I'm probably planning on going with neither, but that's, again, like a few game weeks away. In the short term, though, with 31 at Fulham and 33 at Southampton, I mean... You want all of the attackers. You want all of the attackers. Especially as Fulham and Southampton are just... They're just so YOLO. Like, they (laughs) don't park at all. They barely defend at all, and they have awful defenders at that, so... It's not even like you can't even imagine they're gonna set up defensively to frustrate Liverpool. It's just gonna be like open fuck fest, right? I mean, the thing that's weird with Fulham is like they they have been playing better. Like they aren't yeah, definitely like definitely. the the second half against Chelsea. Like I mean, they obviously got better by Leicester, but, but even though uh, yeah, they that, should the lay two, down. Two, like it was one one, and that was fair. And then they Nordvite fucking like pass to Matto and like, you know, like their fucking shitty players did stupid shitty things that happens when you have fucking stupid shitty players. But yeah, no, I, they, they've definitely been better. They're not the, the, you know, just like whipping boys style. But that said, they still have all those players who make all those mistakes very regularly, right? Yeah, no, that's not an arguable thing. Their players are terrible, especially in defense, and they should get destroyed. But 
The other thing that's just a little bit difficult to put a meter on is we don't know what is going to happen on Wednesday when Liverpool go to Bayern. And they are going to have like a half a day to prepare for this game. I mean, so that is something. I think that is definitely something. Like if they talk about like wet banana skin traps, whatever the fuck they say in England, like this is that game because... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have like you know, three you know days off, right? It's like Thursday, No, I mean, they play Saturday. Wednesday, it's in Bayern, they're going to get back Thursday, like games on Sunday, like maybe they have one day of late training, like they're going to yeah. have to get treatment, yeah, that yeah. kind of shit. Like, yeah, yeah. But then like, are they going to have like fucking sessions of like, this is what Fulham are going to do? I mean, you know, it's fucking Fulham, so it's a joke, but that is a little bit of a thing. But either way, I mean, yeah, you want, you want Salah and Mane. I mean, you don't want to have to limit yourself to the <laughs> six-point, I mean, theoretical, like six point kind of ceiling with the defenders when either Mane or Salah could each get at minimum, like at least two returns. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so it's a simple one, really. There's not that much to talk about here. Um, who would you pick? Like, if you had to pick one of them, like. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about this earlier and I didn't really look back at the stats to back it up, but I, I have Salah and I don't have Mane. <clears throat> Excuse me. And to me, it kind of reminds me of the earlier point in the season when I had Raz and didn't have Sané. And Raz was putting up huge stats and and regularly returning and getting like weird fluky assists and whatever. But Sané was just like bracing every week and destroying me. He was just like doubling Raz's output every week and I was it was just owning me every week. And to me it's like sort of similar and it, it kind of all came to fruition this week with the Raz hat trick and Sonny's been dropped for a few weeks and blah 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 and everything's everything's good now and we held Raz and yay whatever but and like at some point in the next eight weeks Salah's probably gonna score like four in one game that's just gonna happen he's just gonna get hot and get a pen and you know someone's gonna fucking fuck up and whatever right now it looks like he's not. He's going to struggle to score one against any opponent. So it's so hard to say, but that's why I would just go Mo. I mean, it, that and the stats that you talked about. It's just like Mane in any game, even when he's red hot, can just have you know one touch in the box and one shot, and no chances created. That's that's just a thing that happens sometimes. He he'll do that. Even when Mo is like bad and out of form, he's going to have like. Double digit touches in the box, five shots and three chances created or some shit. And you know, it's like, well, he's been blanking, he's been horrible, and like blah blah blah. But that similar to what we were saying with like Harvey Barnes and Matto too. It's like one of those two players is going to explode soon if just some things go right, and the other player has like a lower ceiling. So yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that, and I do, you know. Mo didn't become a bad player, even though I fucking troll the shit out of you all the time and say that Mo's fucking shit. But he doesn't become a bad player overnight. I mean, yeah, there's just, just an thing. adjustment period. I mean, every team in the league looks at these two games against Liverpool in the summer and are like, what the actual fuck are we going to do so Mo doesn't score five against us? Yeah. And like, you know, he's he still has really good numbers on the season. There's like 26 returns I'm looking at here through 30 game weeks, which is basically mm-hmm. one and one. But. There does is also something to be said of just riding the hot form of Mane. You yeah, know, I mean, totally. 
he's just been on it and you know he just wriggles into those little spots like he scores these little headers like they go up, up he's so his movement in the box is so fucking good when he's oh, off the ball yeah I mean, and him he's just that that game he had that was Wofford right yeah Wofford when he, he was center forward was like a revelation yeah. it was just oh like my oh god. my god he's unreal yeah. at this yeah he's so fucking good I mean, so. dude he has 16 goals what he is? has 16 goals. It's fucking money. It's great. So he's level I mean, with Kuhn something on non-penalty goals. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, and then I mean, I'm talking about the defense, but then I'm all. We're also. I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth because then I'm also like, what the fuck am I going to do if it's like Fulham and Southampton, and then like down the line, then I'm looking at at Cardiff home Huddersfield. I'm like, oh my god, like I'm not going to have like Mo and maybe yeah. both him and Mane for those games. Like even though there are doubles around, like I don't know. I mean, that's that's a, at like a couple months away. We'll talk about it. But. That's far. Yeah, that'll depend on like if they're still in Champions League and what's going on yeah, with the yeah, title yeah, race yeah. and all that shit. But yeah, I mean, I think for this week, you'd you'd rather have the two attackers, one defender. But I Probably, yeah. mostly agree in a lot of those games, and they, they still have a couple tough games. You'd probably rather have the defender because they're going to try and play for like a one nil home Spurs and one nil home Chelsea or something like that. So yeah, I mean, I I don't even want to think about people who like Captain Mo against Watford and Burnley, and they sit and look at like twenty seven points out of Mane from those games, and Mo's just got like fucking a fifth of that. Oh, I don't yeah. know, Captain. We'll get to, but that's a, that's another that's a tough one. Yeah, that's brutal. Um, and then defense. I mean, we don't need to talk about that. So, what they're playing full. I mean, the only thing worth mentioning is that Trent came off with a knock today, and so oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just needs to be monitored. And I think I was thinking about it earlier. Even if he starts against Bayern, which he probably will, unless he's actually really hurt, this is the type of game you maybe give him off. You know, if he's nursing something you don't want to get play him three times for 90 in a week so that's and he could little... fucking play like minula it right back and they'll walk this game that's so. the thing yeah so yeah so i think yeah good good call on trent forgot about trent got wrapped up in that mo money to be yeah, but yeah. yeah he's definitely like you'll monitor wednesday and if there's a question mark like he's probably worth doing something with or yeah you need to yeah yeah maybe not i don't know but it's just something to think about yep Last game on the docket. Everton-Chelsea. Big game. God. I want to watch zero seconds of this game. It's just awful. It's just awful. No interest at all. (laughs) So, I mean, Haz just did his Haz thing today and put in like a maybe a one out of the ten performance, (laughs) but he just bangs a goal in fucking stoppage like lols. Bones. Bones for fun. Yeah, Haz is just... He's this is peak hazard time right now. Like I am so fucking hard for hazard. I can't even tell you. <laughs> I think yeah, coming I, off I a could, one shot performance is oh my yeah, god. It just, just it it literally doesn't matter what he's doing. Like and if when it's, it's FPL, like I want to buy him when he looks fucking awful because I never know when he's gonna look good. Yeah. And it's just like the law of averages. So I was so upset that he scored because yeah, then like a you bummer. know. Yeah. People are going to be like, "Oh, ten! Like he's so good now, like whatever." But I mean, I could see, I could see him doing some things, especially if he wants to be in the shop window to like head out and out the door in the summer. It's just like Hazard is kind of just like the forgotten man, and I think he's going to be good. I'm very excited to I get mean, Hazard in. I don't. I'm not going to say I think he's going to be good because I agree with you. I have literally no idea when he's ever going to show up or be good. But 
he's obviously capable of like a 20 pointer this week, <laughs> you know? So that's why I want him because he could just score a pen and another goal and get an assist and you're fucking flying with has. So yeah, yeah, I think he's also, you definitely go has over Higgs, right? It's no, not even a remote question in my yeah. mind there. Yeah, it is also interesting thinking about Chelsea. I mean, the beginning of the season was a long time ago. I feel like they have not gotten a lot of penalties this season. What do you think about that? Yeah, like got, maybe like three. Have well, they like got more than the three? Beginning of the season got a lot. I remember I think, that. Yeah, I think he got three or four in you know like in a small game week stretch. But I don't think he's gotten one this- in a lot. How does it not fucking have this stat on FPL, on the fucking stats page? It's so insane how it's simple things they just can't do. Yeah, it has us four pen goals on the season. Four, okay, yeah. Yes, but so Higgs, though, I mean, Higgs' stats still are, like, defying logic. I mean, his stats were even really good against Wolves, and I don't know, I didn't even notice him playing, really. And, I mean, his stats against Fulham are fucking stupid. But, I mean... Pickford is so bad, and Everton are just... I mean, they played good in that first half, but they could be in big trouble this game because <laughs> the second half was like as it's bad comedy. of a half as I've seen a team play this year. Wow. So, so just thinking about it right now, I'm actually getting like wet for Chelsea right now. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm seriously flown because <laughs> in the highlights, dude, like Wrighty was... And like Match of the Day, Wrighty was like talking about them and like pulling up clips and shit. All Newcastle did to completely break Everton and all of Silva's tactics and all that Rafa did at halftime was like just long balls over the top. Long balls over the top, lads. That's the key. It was just like Char, Lejeune, fucking Yedlin, John Joe, everyone. Long balls over the top to Perez and Rondon. We'll sort out the rest. Pickford is a joke. Their defenders are all jokes. What is Chelsea like doing? <laughs> fucking long balls over the top, boys. It's just going to be like a Jorginho Louise clinic. They might just run train on them. Oof, I'm getting yeah. excited. I mean, I'm, I can't wait for them to fire Silva, and I hope it happens before the summer. It could happen if they get done. Yeah, it could happen this this week. I mean, he could. They could. It could be like a booing the team and yeah, him yeah, yeah. out of the, out, down the tunnel at home this this weekend. That's definitely on the cards. Yeah, and, and, I mean, and they're I think not they're, shy to boo their own players or manager at Goodison. No. Like that's yeah, like, they'll on. fucking eat him alive. He'll <laughs> just leave in fucking that. tears, and they'll still like kick the shit out of him when he steps outside. <laughs> <laughs> they just they're gonna just like hire the they're gonna hire a lawyer to get that fucking nut job out of Birmingham jail and oh have him stick him on Silva <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> They're gonna they have like a Kickstarter. Like, they just put like a little bit of like hair gel in their hand and rub it together to, so he gets a scent like a fucking hound dog, and he just like starts foaming out of the mouth. <laughs> sprints on a bitch like one tunnel vision on Silva. Oh my god, like amazing, fucking amazing. So, yeah, so basically, ooh, man, Everton are not good. Yeah, not good. So I mean, basically, I I love Higgs and Hazard. And I, I mean, the defense, I don't know. Everton could still score a goal. I mean, Chelsea's defense just looks like they're, looks like they just like don't care that yeah, much. They I don't try know sometimes. That. Sometimes they don't. So, so, yeah, that's, I mean, they've had a lot of clean sheets this season, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have many feels about their defenders, but 
Because I would hmm? punt on Pedro if he was nailed. I would definitely punt on him in this game. Well, he's been he's been going on and off a game with him and Bill, so yeah. I would be more inclined to punt on Bill if I was going to do that, which yeah. I would not because I think he's actively bad, and yeah. I would never put him in my fantasy God, if team. If RLC was starting to imagine that for your fifth <sighs> man, oh, we could or Hudson Adoy. Even I mean, that was the other thing. That's just. We're all like another fun Slack moment, and like the ten of the ninety minutes of the game that we we're actually talking about the game is like he takes off just fucking shit house players and puts on Hudson Adoy and RLC, and they create more in like a five minute span than they had in like the previous fifty minutes. And just like sitting here watching the game, it's just like what's happening in training? Like this isn't like can't be a surprise. Like yeah. what is happening? Like, yeah. What is actually happening? So. I mean, much like with Silva for like, will not drop Bernard for his, if it's fucking like it's his son. It's like, what well, if Sari is taking, like, I get the whole thing of like, give him time. And that's where I was really like talking about. Like, I was definitely not thinking he should get fired. But with the personnel choices, like, it's just like, come on, you know? Yeah. That, that when it comes down to like that level of decision making, it becomes much harder to defend a manager, I think, because it's just yeah. at this point, it's like you're not even getting production from the guys that you're starting in place of the guys that everyone thinks is better and the fans want. So like, why not just run them out one time? Like, what's to lose? There's nothing to lose. You're well, not they are getting... still fighting for top four, but nothing no, to but lose I in mean, that like, they look in so the individual bad. spot. Like, what is Kovacic giving you? That RLC is gonna like fuck up. Like, are you gonna <laughs> not concede? Are you gonna concede more than one goal to Wolves because RLC's in for Kovacic? I find that hard to believe. And are you gonna create less chances? Like, that's actually impossible. So, I mean, what, RLC's what are we talking about? minutes. I I don't know. Maybe I. I I mean, I just stuttered nine times. I don't understand what's happening. He's so good. Like, he's so obviously should be in that 11. Yeah. Every fucking three minutes he's on the pitch that elapses, like he's doing things that no one is offering you on your fucking team besides him. Start the fucking kid. He's so good. Like he's your future. He's a monster. He's so good. And he just keeps playing. Yeah, like Kovic just goes, he's literally an invisible human for fucking 55 minutes and then he finally fucks him off. I mean, RLC has the same amount of goals as Barkley, Conte, Willian. They play fucking so much more than him. Kova has no goals on the season. What are we talking about? Why would he? What what are we talking about? Chelsea. The only thing, the only ray of light that I saw in the match of the day highlights, and I, I have to say, I didn't really. Like noticing that much live, aside from his goal for Everton, was DCL Calvert Lewin. Yeah, he did a job. He had he's, a tough job to do. He's good. He's just yeah, good. He's like good. it took. It's damning that it took Silva, you know, fucking eight months or whatever to figure out that like Tosin's bad and Rich isn't a good center forward and yada yada yada. And DCL's actually the answer there. But he quietly has two goals in three games. The one blank is Liverpool, so like barely even counts. And he should just be nailed for the rest of the season there. I mean, he's by far their best striker. He's good. He's I agree. cheap I, as I mean, fuck. I, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, he, he had a tough job in that game. He was winning headers, and he was, yeah. he was doing his best against three center backs. And they, you know, I mean, the first half. But, I mean, I also, 
I feel like Siggy was also like very close to points. There were yeah, like a few times out too. Yeah, there was the pen shot, but even outside of that, an open play, like there were a few times where he was either just fucked up a pass or he was like wide open and some and his teammate like didn't find him for like a big chance or something. But yeah. it's just it's it sucks because well, for number one, I hate Everton and I just act. I usually don't want their players on a good day. And then number two is just the fixtures are just like yeah, they're playing fucking bad. Chelsea and Arsenal in thirty one thirty three and you know and. It's just tough to punt there, right? Yeah, that's that's what makes it bad. That's that's yeah. what it is. And the other one other thing with Chelsea before we, we wrap this up is, I mean, Emerson just did start two and two. He's only five two. If people are like kind of pinched on pennies there, um, I don't hate that pick. It's just it's still like I mean, Alonso wasn't in the squad, but it's still just I don't have confidence that he's going to keep playing. Yeah, I don't have confidence in that. So I don't know. I think it's really just as pill or no one. Louise will play, right? <sighs> Maybe not. Oh, Maybe not. He, he was fucking bad on the Wolves goal, that's for sure. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's usually bad if there's a goal against. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's, he's so, got, he also had some fucking filthy balls forward. Not, yeah. But, you know, that's what you get with him. But, I mean, it's, yeah, I, I just don't know. I don't yeah. know what's happening there. Louise taketh, Louise giveth, Louise taketh away. Yeah. There, we have questions, but we are running quite long. Do you want to rattle some off or should we move on? I don't know what it's one at. What are we, an hour already? Yeah, we're on an hour. I don't, I don't give a fuck. If there are any good ones, just throw them out there or so we can go. People can just shut this shit off. It's not like we know when people are like, yeah, this that's is true. dumb. Fuck yeah, these two right, fucking let's just, idiots. I'll just pick a couple of these. Liam on Slack, what's a good one-week punt for those planning a free hit in Game Week 32? Can't float transfers, so blah, blah, blah. He just wants a one-week punt, I guess. Yeah, I mean, we we kind of went through them. Yeah, but, I mean, why don't favorite? you why don't you go like your favorite in each position? Oh, okay. I mean, outside of like Mo or something. No, no, like a, a punt. It punt. has to be yeah. a punt. Yeah. Um, ooh, that's Striker. hard. I mean, it's really hard. I think the three it sounded like to me that we liked were Callum, Vards, and and Iguain. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even Arnie. call like Callum and Vards are barely even punts. Like they're. Definitely good picks. They're just like differentials. They're I differentials, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Arnie is the roguest of all of them because Arnie's the biggest punk. He might play zero minutes. <laughs> but I I, I, like, I mean I, I think for a true punt, I would probably say Arnie. Yeah, I think Arnie. Yeah. All right, midfield. Mm. I mean I I, I, I like Almiron. Yeah, and I was I gonna know. say I still like Barnes. Yeah. And Barnes he, is in a lot of teams, but yeah, he's still punty and cheap. I mean, Fra- like Fraser's a differential, honestly. Yeah, he's a big difference. Yeah, I mean, I'm. Yeah, we'll get there, but I mean, I'm probably going to bring Fraser in, but I'm not sure yet. Yeah, I guess the another punt would just be the Chelsea guy. If you feel particularly confident in Pedro or William starting, this yeah. could be a slaughter. So who knows? Yeah. Um, defense. I don't. Yeah, there's care no about punts defense. in defense. Yeah, we, yeah, 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 we'll skip defense. Um, Let's see. Mm, nah, fuck it. I mean, if that's the best question, then no, we'll no, fucking, just, I don't want to answer through questions. them right okay. now. I'm live right, reading right, through right, them. Right, there's, right. there's not much that we didn't talk about. Like, hey, hey, Alon, great question. Love yeah. that question, dude. Oh my god, great. <laughs> Everyone's unsubscribing from Patreon. As it's, it's, like, didn't oh, ask wow, the fucking like question, dude. He's fucking like bullying his pod partner and slagging the question. Like, what are these assholes? Like, what we basically like, oh, make hey. the pod? These fucking guys have no respect. 
Hello, welcome to FMLFPL. Okay, let's move on. Two captain questions. Now we're talking. Aiden on Slack, even if you own Mo, is Mane now the standout pool captaincy pick? And Eric B on Slack, Walsh is obviously a captaincy genius after captaining Rondon for his game week 27 haul when everyone captained a blanking Slaw. Would he consider giving the armband to Mane over Slaw in 31? I am definitely not a captaining genius. I that mean, was a no, genius. No, no, no. That was oh, genius. You, sorry, you misheard me. You misheard me. Walsh is obviously a captaincy genius. <laughs> it's <laughs> obvious that you dominate the captaincy. Oh, God. Um, I mean, I am not 100% captaining a Liverpool player. I Ooh. need to see what happens Wednesday, and I need to I need to sit with it for the week. But I would not captain Bonnet over Mo this week. Yeah, I think that's ill ill advised. I, just, I, I, I Wednesday is important. I think you know, seeing who's play, who plays well. I mean, if 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 Mo just like gets a goal and just has a good performance, like that could be what it takes for him to get back into the swing of things. Um, like he's just tentative. So I mean, a, a good performance could snap him back in. So I, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of dumb. I mean, it's really not like looking at the. It's it, maybe it's not dumb. I don't know what it is. I, the answer is no. I would not captain Mane over Mo. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, it's same. It's it's everything we just talked about with my right. Solorant. Um, so who would you captain otherwise? Oh, God, but Mane's going to be up against fucking Odoi. Oh, my God. Oh, Maybe, we call him, we call him oh boy, Dennis Odoi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I need to think more. I, yeah, I, can't I need time on the fucking yeah, shit. Yeah, that's and the too Dude, Adoy is so bad. He's he so bad. He might be the worst defender in the league. Worst, easily worse right back. Maybe uh, worse. No, well, like well, there is like Wes Morgan and shit. Well, okay. there's also um, Nord Nordvite who plays on the he's, same he's fucking on, side. And they had Nordvite and Fern Fernandez together at Swansea. I don't know if they ever played together. I don't know if they. Like, I don't know why they got relegated. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting relegated and like selling Nordbite and Federico Fernandez. Like, what a fucking amazing job of business. You convince someone else that, like, we got relegated, but not because of these guys. These guys are worth buying. They're good. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, Nordbite? He he was on West Ham. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know who he is. His name what, is Havard, what, what but was there, was his, there the a, a in Havard has a, o, a circle above it. So I don't know how to pronounce that. Norman, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, he was on. He was on West Ham for one season. Yeah. Okay. Um. So wait, but so for captain though, I mean, are are you really just like Mo? It's going to be Mo. I haven't thought too hard about who else because a, a, a big part of this is I haven't made. My transfers yet. I'm sitting on two frees right now, and I'm probably going to bring in Haz and Vardy, I think, for like Paul and Kuhn. But I haven't made it yet, and maybe that'll tilt me some way. But yeah, I think it probably should just be Mo. I mean, what is he going to be? 95% captain this week? See, like that—that's a big concern. Also, actually, I'm glad you mentioned that because I forgot about it. Well, my rank is bad, so maybe that no, it should but be. But whatever, a- it doesn't matter what your rank is. Like his effective ownership is going to be like 
180 or something. Yeah. So, ugh, it's just, I, it, I nope. wish their fixture was just like a little bit tougher. The rank it's matters like, I, though, because if you're anywhere in respectable rankings, uh, you should captain Mo. Because yeah, but you, it's, but so honestly, like, I mean, it's a game theory thing. I don't care that we're long, but I was thinking about this. I think, I mean, I sometimes I think about it, but captaincy is such a fine margin. Like, it's such a nice edge when you're comparing a player like Mo to Mane, even on the same team. When, like, you have to think about, like, what your gut is telling you, but then also, like, if you think that the margin is very slim between the points returns and you can captain the differential player, like that's what you should do from a game theory perspective. Because if you if you spiking if you're spiking that player, you're chunk rising like insane. And if you're not and just playing it safe, then you're you're just staying with the herd. So I mean, if you believe that Mo is definitely the best option and he's gonna score the most points. Then you pick that player, and then the effect of ownership, it's like, okay, whatever, everyone else is doing it. But it, it needs to be looked at more in the comparison to the other player that you're looking at. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I just so. don't, like, if you always captain the number one captain poll guy, like, you'll obviously do well over a 38 game week sample because they're the fucking most captain guy for a reason. Like, it's yeah. not going to be right every time, but they're going to be right a lot of the time. But if you captain like your second favorite captain guy every week, you'll also probably like be fine over the long term, maybe. Yeah, like if you but captain like, your vice every week, it's probably similar to your captain. Sort of. I just I just think that like there's such a high variance and there's also such little amount like in it that like it's just I think there like the fear is is interesting of how that plays on our decision because you can fly if you don't captain Mo this week of all weeks. He's probably it's probably gonna be the highest EO of any player all year. Yeah. And if I mean of any week, like if he blanks and you cap someone else, like it's against literal the entire field, you're getting a huge chunk. So like it's a big risk reward, obviously, but you know, I think it's it's definitely worth thinking about. I don't think it should just be written off like obviously Mo, like everyone's captain him, like gonna captain Mo. Like I think you should definitely look at it and think about it. Yeah, that's kind of why I prefaced it with like depending on where your rank is because yeah. so tell me what you mean by that. What I mean by that is if you're in a decent place, say you're 20K or something like that, and you're really feeling Vardy this week and you don't want to just follow the herd and Captain Vardy and he blanks and Mo, you know, double returns or something like that, like you are putting yourself very at risk from throwing all of the good work you've done all season sort of out the window because you're going to lose a lot of points as compared to, you know, 90% of players or some ridiculously high number. But if you're somewhat chasing or not very happy with your rank or you're me and you're just diabolical at the game, then if there's more motivation, I think. I'm not sure if this is like correct and the best strategy, but this is what my head tells me is just like I should probably captain someone else because if I'm going to get to respectability, the best way to rise or the best opportunity to rise all season is probably this week with a differential cap. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree with that. And I mean, I think it's also, you know, you look at, I mean, I shouted earlier, but like Bocce Coach, he captained Vardy this week. Yeah. And he owns 
Sterling and Salah. He doesn't own Kuhn. But I didn't talk to him about his rationale. And I mean, he voted, I think, for Mo on our captain poll or something, and he switched it late. But I mean, obviously, with Sterling scoring fucking thousand points, it's stupid. But Vardy came up with a triple return. He captained him. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, for crazy. if there was one week for like, if Sterling didn't do much and Kuhn just got an assist, like, oh my god. I mean, he he had an eighty-five point week, but he's or eighty-five right now. He would be like fucking or twenty or something. Yeah, I don't he know. would be like I said, the top four guys in our public league alone, all Captain Ras. Yeah. Imagine but, Ras I mean, just he, did, did, got a single return instead. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing. You know, you look at the players, and we've been sh- maybe not we. I, I've been shitting on Mo a lot, and from an FPL standpoint, based on his lack of returns, and like you know, he looks good IRL. But if you don't feel like just blindly captaining him because he's a fantastic player and he's going to snap yeah. out of it eventually, then don't fucking captain him. Right, like, right, right. You know. So I mean, I think it's that's that's it. I mean, that's enough. On this, so who? Who do you like as a, another captain? That's the thing we haven't talked about yet. Like, who do you feel so, most confident about to captain? So I am thinking about Callum. Yeah, I just think that Newcastle might be looking at this as a little bit of a free hit. I mean, they were really they were really bad against Everton defensively. I mean, they they should have definitely conceded more goals than they did. And I mean, Bournemouth look like they're flowing a little bit, and you know it's it's the week off, so I'm thinking about that. But I mean, I I don't want to say the words because I know what you're gonna you're gonna say, say to me. But I'm thinking about Hazard. Yeah, I, I knew it a, a long time ago. That, I, I can tell by the excitement of your, the Hazard section of the pod that you were thinking about it. Like I I am like very very seriously considering Hazard. I just like. Every time I captain him, it's a fucking nightmare. Yep. And I just don't think if I if I bring him in this week, which I'm like ninety nine percent to do, and if I don't captain him and then have those nightmare feelings, I might like start liking him again. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I can. <laughs> and that's like, really deal with risky. That. Yeah, that's really risky. It's risky because I mean, captaining him for like a two pointer or a one pointer, he gets subbed at like fifty three. That's me. That's the feel. Those are my FPL feels usually. I mean, he has the ceiling, no question. He has the explosiveness, no question. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, the gamble, it's definitely not sensible or smart. It's just like kind of a ballsy, gutsy feel. And yeah, it's the week to that, like I said, I mean, it's, it's without a chip, which is normal fucking captaincy, you have the biggest chance to swing your rank this week more than any other week because it's going to be. So heavy on Mo, and I'm I'm sure there'll be ten percent or whatever on Mane. I'm sure he's doing a double price rise this week, whatever. But it's still going to be very largely on Mo. Yeah, and I mean I'm 51k, so I need to really like I need to look more also about like how many actual points behind I am of because I mean I do I want to finish top 10k. That's always my goal, and um, I mean like what you're saying about the the possibility of a rise this week compared to even the next blank, which is. You know, in 33, I think it's they're going to be more fixtures on, right? Than there are now. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, it's the same shit. I'm being fucking stupid, but I, I'm not sure. And it's going to be a big, big swing to see how Liverpool look on Wednesday and what what's kind of what's going on. Right. Fuck. So we'll man. see about that. You're making me. You're making me really want to captain someone else. 
I'm just, I just like, what's, nothing's changed. Like, I didn't want to captain him when I did against whenever the fuck it was, Watford. And then he just keeps doing like bad, dumb shit. I mean, he was home Burnley. I didn't really consider him because he's just been bad and dumb. And I mean, at Fulham is another game where they should score at least three goals. But I just, I don't know. Like, it would really be fear based, honestly. It would be, it would be fear based. And, that's yeah, it. I mean, I wonder if there's, there's going to be people that like Captain Robbo. That's not crazy. That's not crazy. Like, yeah. the clean is extremely likely. It's hard to imagine Liverpool scoring less than three goals, and he's a fucking BAP assist machine. Yeah. I mean, just getting trying to find a safe, like, little seven ish point cap would be fine. Yeah, I mean, hit an assist, and he often gets bones. You could be looking at like nine with just a single yeah. assist. Yeah, it could do. It's it's tough though because just Fulham just look like they could ship a ton. So like having him over Mane or Mo, I don't, yeah. I don't know. I think Cap's just it's just tough. I I don't think it's just like Cap Mo, and you're you're so happy. Like it's just I don't see that. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm going to see on Wednesday. I mean, obviously, I always write my what I do in Lambs on what's fucking Friday. So yep. I'll see. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, I still point. might just stick on Mo again. You know, if they look good on Wednesday, yeah. And I just get a little bit nervous about it, and I think you know, again, you know, my team is in good shape. Like I could just stick with the herd and ha- hope that you know the rest of my players are doing things. So we'll see. Right. Yeah. Wow. Lots. Oh, wait, of, so lots sorry. To think what, about. what did you? What are you doing for transfers? What I planned on like weeks ago and what I'll probably still do. Well, what I planned on weeks ago was Pogba and Kuhn out for Haz and Higgs. But I think what I would probably do now if I follow that same line is Paul and Kuhn out for Haz and Vardy. Has in Vardy. And what what about uh because you have Barnes and Sal, so you gotta pick one striker, right? Yeah. Yeah, the thing what that's about- also interesting is I have eleven players already. Yeah. And Game Week 32 is not, there's only two doubles confirmed still. <laughs> like, there might not be that many doubles in Game Week 32. There might not be that many blanks in Game Week 33. Like, things have to fall right for my plan to kind of be like worth it. So, there is a shout for being a little bit more reserved and keeping one of Kuhn or Paul for my future because I don't have that second wild card is also something to think about. I have yeah. 11 players right now. So yeah, that's I, don't, fair. I don't need it, but it's less fun. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean with, yeah, I don't think you should take a hit. You have two frees. I have two frees. Yeah. yeah. But I could yeah, just use good. one is what I mean. And keep, keep one of my really good players uh, on the bench, you know, I keep an additional good player on the bench and still have 11. That's also fine. Yeah, it's it's more passive, but it might be a lot smarter for my future. Yeah, just like Raz to 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 Hazard. Yeah, and then I still have Kuhn and Paul, who I'll want in for yeah, I mean, you know, thirty four yeah. and thirty five. You know, so yeah, I mean, not having your wild card is an important yeah. thought. Yeah, yeah, so I have to think about that. Okay, what about you? Um, I, I, I mean, I have two frees I say, but I mean, I have Son and, and Raz who are, and Paul, I guess. I mean, they're all blanking and I have, I mean, I technically have three defenders because I have Chambers still, but I mean, if he gets one point, I would be absolutely 
gobsmacked. Yeah, I mean, so I kind of have ten with be him. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I would like. <laughs> I would actually want to just bench him, and I can't because <laughs> he would auto sub because I have two defenders who just don't have games. Like, I would rather not have him in the. I think there's more chance that he gets negative than yes. gets like a goal. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's a problem. But anyway, so. I mean, I was initially just thinking of punting on two mids, but now I am thinking about about um, maybe spending an extra transfer on a defender. Yeah, I mean, we talked about hits last week. It, it seems very worth it, honestly. Hits, yeah, I hits mean, getting rid of. I mean, I, I just Jamal's got. I don't know. I I don't know if he's going to play or not. But yeah, getting rid of like Chambers or some. Piece of shit on my, I guess Bennett. Oh my god, I could get rid of my last Wolves player. That would yeah, be so good. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, I mean, doing like Raz and either Son or Paul out, whichever one. I guess I like will get more fucked in value for for Hazard, and then probably like Phrase. I don't. What do you think of of the mids that we're talking about? I like Phrase a lot. Do you think he's the best, like kind of mid pricey punty guy? Yeah, probably, especially with. The the two homes in both the blanks. Yeah. And yeah. he just creates big chances for fucking fun. Yeah, he could tick. So yeah, so I'll I'll probably do that and then I'll have to look at like a defender. Yeah. Might I might I might not do the defender move, I'm not sure. Because I do, you know, I technically with Chambers, I mean I have eleven and, and so he has and he has games, so I might just I might just do those two and then and then I'll be free hitting in thirty two. Yeah, you'll figure it out. The thing with Chambers yeah. is he might blank in thirty three, so it's not it's not that big a deal to hit him out. No, it's not. It's just like I'm hitting him out to get someone who I think won't keep a clean sheet. It's just like a you get like West Ham or something. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I probably would get like Cresswell or something. Like that doesn't get Circus Charlie or some shit. Definitely not doing that. <laughs> Cresswell does he? He keeps playing. He yeah, he's playing. been playing a lot. Yeah. Missed two games or whatever. I don't know. I don't know, dude. So maybe a defender move. I don't know. Lambs will, lambs will be seen. Lambs, will, week, fi- lambs will figure it out. Wow. I can't believe how long and good this pot is. Fucking great job by us. Yeah, it went fast. Yeah, it went fast. Yeah, we, it went fast. I, yeah, I feel we talked about so much. So. Good. Yeah, we went match by match, which we never do. Yeah, um, we never so do let that. me, couple new Patreon sign ups. So it's time to, you know, get in and around their anuses for a, a slapping. We got. Chris Myatt, and we got Phil Mick. I, I, Davey and Phil have been looking forward to me trying to pronounce his name because I have no idea how to pronounce it. And I don't know, it's either probably Mickerty or McCofferty. So I'm, that's one of those two is probably right, I would guess, but I'm sure they're laughing. So good job by them. Um, any last words? Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's go. Check us out at fmlfpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfpl. Support us at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Subscribe, rate, and review. Cheers!